Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. With Tony Maradero. 55 seconds left in the penalty, a minute and 27 seconds left in regulation time. Boston 4, Montreal 3. Lafleur coming out rather gingerly on the right side. He gives it into Lemaire back to Lafleur. Oh! The sickest Montreal Canadiens podcast. <laughs> You're in the ball. Sports entertainment like no other. Rejoins, on lui fait perdre la rondelle une passe devant. Et c'est la bonne. You found the dogs. John, you found the dogs. He found the dogs. And all together, they worked a young team to the top. And now, a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup. Brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. 8.6 beer. Intense by nature. And Lacage. If the last time you went to Lacage was when the Habs won the cup, it's time you went back to Lacage. It's gonna be sick. Marinero on this Tuesday, November first, and the Montreal Canadiens lose by a score of four to nine, uh, four to one to the Wild in Minnesota. That's great when you strive for perfection, and like ten seconds in, you screw up. Uh, but anyway, uh, nobody's perfect, not even me, and clearly not the Montreal Canadiens, but I have to tell you, I'm in one of these moods, and I ask you tonight, and I ask you, is this a joke? With a record of 5-5, five and five, this is exactly my biggest fear in the world. This is what I dreaded. I told you at the beginning of the season that, you know what, if they're going to play for 500 and they're going to finish with 82 points in 82 games, that's going to make them finish probably around 20th or 21st in the league, and they're probably going to have the 11th or 12th pick or whatever it is. And even though everyone says it's a deep draft and you can still get a very good player at 11 or 12, well, I'd rather get a player at 1, 2, 3, or 4 because we're talking about generational talents, especially the top three for sure. Anyway, the Canadians lose by a score of 4-1. to one. And uh, there's not too many positives coming out of this game. The only one that I can tell you that I identified as a positive, well, maybe I could say two of them. One, they get a power play goal tonight. And two, they stood up for each other. Because in the final minute of play, or actually, uh, you know, with uh, just over a minute to go, I think it was about a minute 20 or so, Marco Rossi with the Minnesota Wild winning by a score of 4-1, to one, Marco Rossi hits Uri Slavkowski, uh, who goes into the boards. He goes in awkwardly. It looks like he went shoulder first. It looked like he was laboring and he was wincing in pain, but he did stay on the bench. And Slavkowski, this is this is the concern when you have 18-year-olds and they don't pass by an American Hockey League, and maybe they could use a little bit more seasoning, whether you're developing or not. 
This is the concern. They don't protect themselves at all times. You know, when young players break into the league, they have a couple of bad habits. One is skating with your head down. Kakanyemi had that bad habit. Galchenyuk had that bad habit. They were both young players. Galchenyuk even worse. And he got clocked a couple of times with his head down. It happened to Jake Evans as well in his first season with the Montreal Canadiens. He would stick handles, head would be down, he would get caught, and he would get hit. Another thing is they don't always have two hands on the stick. And another thing is they're a little bit naive. They don't realize that anything could happen at any given moment. And it looked like Slavkowski uh, didn't expect what happened. And in this league, you have to expect the unexpected. And he gets hit. And then, you know, Jake Evans, God love him, who's playing on a line with Uri Slavkowski, goes to his defense and drops the gloves. Uh, he wants to start something. It was Rossi who hurt Slavkowski, but he ends up dropping the gloves with Shaw. And Shaw serves Jake Evans a real correction. Now, good for Jake Evans for sticking up for his teammate. But Jake Evans, who's, you know, sustained like three or four concussions that happened in a span of two and a half years. I have to tell you, I don't like to see a guy like that fight. Now, Arbor Jack guy uh, clearly uh, tried to um, seek some sort of revenge because in the dying seconds of the game, for whatever reason, Dean Evison has Marco Rossi still on the ice. And Arbor Jackeye's on the ice, and he actually leaves his defense position to go looking for Marco Rossi, wanting to fight him, wanting to fight everybody. In the end, he found he fought nobody because nobody wanted a piece of Arbor Jackeye. The Sick Podcast brought to you in part by Energy Transportation Group. Are you in transportation sales, customer service, operations, HR, or admin? Well, the good news is Energy Transportation Group is hiring all positions. Email sick at shipenergy.com or check out their website, www.shipenergy.com, and click on the Career tab to discover your next career opportunity. All right, so it was a um, scoreless first period in Minnesota, and it was a first period that if I'm going to bring up the shots on goal here, I have them right here by period, as a matter of fact. Montreal, 15-7. to 7. It was a good first period for the Montreal Canadiens, a very good first period. Minnesota outshot Montreal 19 to 12 in the second. Montreal outshot Minnesota 8 to 5 in the third. When all was said and done, the Canadians 35 shots, the Wild 31 shots. But for the second time in a week, the Minnesota Wild beat the Montreal Canadiens. All right, so let's go to the uh, basically pretty much the box score. No goals after period number one. And in period number two, the Minnesota Wild scored two goals two minutes and 20 seconds apart. First, it was Mason Shaw. Gallagher can't get the puck out. Dvorak does get it out, but he puts it on a Minnesota stick. I believe it was Erickson Eck who carries the puck into the offensive blue line, takes a shot on goal, which was an inoffensive shot. Jake Allen, whose numbers have not been great thus far this season, after seven games played, including tonight's, gives up a rebound. It goes straight to Mason Shaw. And he's able to beat Jake Allen five-hole. Jake Allen has to stop that. Jake Allen shouldn't even given up a rebound in the first place. But it was an entire sequence that was pretty much mistake after mistake after mistake. After that, it's Erickson Eck to Boldy on the power play. He takes a quick shot. It's deflected by Kaprasov. There's nothing Jake Allen can do on that one. And then... Uh, another mistake after mistake. Monahan tries to get the puck back to Savard at the offensive blue line. Uh, he gives it away. 
Caden Gooley is pinching. It ends up being a two-on-one, and uh, it goes from um, Rossi to Kaprasov. And at one point, it was Kaprasov to Rossi, and it looked like there may have been a high stick there, which the Canadians challenged. But in the end, it showed that Rossi's stick was at shoulder level, and Kaprasov's able to jam it home. His eighth of the season. If uh, you think you have a good one in Cole Caulfield, I think it's safe to say that uh, the Minnesota Wild think they have a good one in Kirill Kaprasov as well. And then in period number three, the Canadians go on the power plates. Weidman to dock, and he finds Nick Suzuki in the slot with a quick reshot. Uh, he's able to beat Marc-Andre Fleury. And then the Canadians pull their goalie with just over three minutes to go in the game. And, um, you know, they pass the puck back, and it goes over uh, Kirby Dock and right to Boldy, and he puts it into an empty net. So that's the 4-1 goal, and that's the way it ended. The Sick Podcast brought to you in part by Lacash. If the last time you went to Lacash was when the Habs won the Cup back in 1993, it's time you go back to Lacash. The menu will surprise you. Speaking of which, guess who watched the first period of tonight's game at Lacage on Boulevard Côte Vertu in Ville Saint Laurent? There you have it. What a good-looking guy, huh? There, yeah, that's that's me. I had the Blitzburger and uh, the all-for-one entree. I can tell you, it was packed at Lacage. Look at that burger. That burger, by the way, it tastes as good as it looks. Marc-Andre Fleury picks up career win 525, and he's now 26 career wins from tying Patrick Roy. And far from Mark, uh, from Martin Brodeur, who you would think is, uh, it's going to take a while before someone breaks this record, 691 wins in the National Hockey League for Martin Brodeur. The Sick Podcast brought to you in part by these guys right here. 8.6 beer, and watching the Canadians tonight, I can tell you, you hear that? You hear that? There's almost uh, there's almost none left, okay? Uh, intense, it is. By nature, the beer for those who follow their instinct and live their passions in order to make their mark. Uh, so, yeah, I finished this off watching the Canadians because I'm not upset that they lost, but, I'm you know, after 10 games, I think we have a sample size here that we can tell who the Montreal Canadiens are. And the Canadiens are up, down, up, down, up, down. And and so this is who they are. And unless they end up trading some players for prospects, they're probably going to ice that same kind of team and pick up similar results. But the challenge even at that is if the players they want to trade are the players that we're all thinking, they're playing so bad, the Hoffmans, the Druins, the Dadanovs of this world, and by the way, Dadanov, of course, did not play tonight. He was out with a therapy day. Jonathan uh, Druin did play. Mike Hoffman did not play this game. Hoffman did not play this game, so... Uh, well, Drouin was back in, Pitlick was back in, and um, Hoffman was um, Hoffman was out and Pozzetta was out. But, you know, after 10 games at 5-5, five and five, if this is it, once again, it's, it's, it's my biggest fear. 
It's my absolute biggest fear. Um, some questions here. Does Lakash does Lakash charge you? Well, they sponsor the podcast. I mean, I, I don't know how you want me to answer that, but I mean, they sponsor the podcast. They like me as much as I like them, put it that way. By the way, someone else also asked why we don't show some highlights. We'll, uh, sh- we'll, you know, we'll listen to audio, but we don't show highlights because there are podcasts that show highlights, okay? There are. But I got to let you know that you need to have those rights. And when you're doing podcasts, you don't have those rights. And so people play them. They do. But you're risking getting your hands slapped when you do. And when you get your hands slapped on YouTube, you basically get a strike. Like, for example, you can't play music on YouTube because it's copyright. Songs are copyrighted. So if you play a song, you're going to get your hands slapped and you're going to get a strike. When you get three strikes, you're out. And when you've been trying to build something for two years and you're 10,000 subscribers strong, you don't want to actually be banned from YouTube. Uh, you don't want to strike out there. So uh, sometimes, you know what, you're better off just not taking any chances, and we don't. The Canadians took plenty of chances tonight, and every time they did, the puck ended up in their net. I can tell you that right now. We're going to take some calls because I would imagine a lot of you want to react to the Canadians' loss tonight. The sick podcast, of course, started later than usual. It started 18 minutes ago. So I would say give or take at around 10.39 p.m. instead of the regular 10 p.m. Why? Because the Montreal Canadiens game started later tonight. It was an 8 o'clock game, not a 7.30 game, not a 7 o'clock game. It was an 8 o'clock game. So we went on pretty much uh, four or five minutes after the game was over. Our number to call, 1-888-585-SICK. That's 1-888-585-6. 7425. And of course, this is a toll free number. So jump on a line, whether you're in Montreal, whether you're in Toronto, Winnipeg, Calgary, Edmonton, Newfoundland, PEI, Halifax, Vancouver, Israel, Mexico, anywhere in the world, Mexico, the United States, anywhere, it doesn't matter. You can even be calling me from uh, Spain right now if you want. Having said that, right now in Spain, uh, I think it is uh, five hours ahead. That would be four o'clock in the morning. All right. So you really have to be a Montreal Canadiens diehard if you're going to be calling me from Europe and it's four or five o'clock in the morning. And that's your hockey game. And so what's your reaction to all of this? I'd like to hear from you. A shout out to Matrix Home Fitness, who has set me up here at home. Uh, bring it home. Discover a club quality workout in the comfort of your own home. Visit matrixhomefitness.ca, and I use the equipment, but uh, and I use it every day. But if I trained as hard as my wife does, uh, then I'd actually be losing weight instead of just sweating just a little bit. But it's a beautiful thing to have in the home, I have to tell you, whether it's the elliptical, whether it's the bike, whether it's the treadmill, uh, the roar. By the way, we have the roar at home. It's a, it's a big hit in the Marinaro household. Let's go to um, Agnello and Sammy, because, of course, a lot of you uh, want to hear from him. We, we have to check in. These are my uh, my producers back at Master Control. They do the production work. They do the research work for me. They do everything. By the way, I never had anyone do my research work ever in 20 years of radio. I always did the research myself. Uh, they actually even helped me with guests every now and then. I, you know, I used to get my own guests, okay? It was a, a one-stop shop. 
Now I got these guys. Look at them, how excited they are to be up at the 11 o'clock at night. Look, 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 look. Mimi and Coco. There they are. I got to call from now on. Mimi and Coco. Agnello, are you Mimi or are you Coco? No, I'm trying to figure out where you said you never had anybody do any work for you. But now mm. for some reason, you're making us do everything. So we can't figure out how this all happened. Well, it's quite okay, easy. So I mean, uh, you know. I know well, you're paying minimum wage, but that's okay. Well, I, I think you just answered your own question. <laughs> you want to give me the minimum wage and you want me to do everything too? It's not going to work that way. You got me. You got the talent. I go on. The light goes on uh, on the camera. I see it. And away, parla, we start talking. No, no, but no, no, seriously, you that you wanted this competitive team and this and that. They're five and five after 10 games. If they're drafting tonight, where are they drafting? Look it up. Look at it. Tell me right now. And I know they have to go through a lottery, by the way. But if you finish with 82 points in 82 games, chances are you're picking 11 or 12. And there's no shame in picking 11 or 12. Really, there's not. But have you seen the Bedard and Fantilli highlights lately? doesn't matter. You still got to stick to your team. It doesn't I- matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Let me ask you something. Who was the best player on the ice tonight? Can't answer that question. I don't know. You tell me. Who was the best player on the ice? Guy from Minnesota. As, or whatever. Hold on a second. As I'm chewing ice here. Yeah. Did you watch the game or not? Of course I did. The guy from Minnesota. That is correct. He has a double-digit number. These young kids are never just gonna just play to lose. It's not happening. So unless I didn't team- say to play to lose. Yeah, I never let's... said players will play to lose. But there are things a coach can do, and there are things a general manager can do, so that you end up icing a weaker team, and the losing happens naturally. It happens organically. Also- and to answer your question, it's number ninety-seven, Kirill Kaprasov. Now. This guy here, this is a find, okay? This doesn't happen every day. One of these fifth-round picks, and all of a sudden, he's one of the best players in the National Hockey League. But players of this kind of talent, you know where they end up going in a draft? One or two. That's what we have coming up in the 2023 draft. You understand? For everyone who thought that this team, oh, you know what? No, no, no. They're on their way. They're on their way. What? Okay, so hold on a second. Let's just say three or four big contracts leave this team at the deadline. Okay. Yep. And you end up bringing in three or four players. You may be able to add a player in unrestricted free agency, even though we know that Montreal is a tough sell. Okay. Are they going to be a cup contender next year? No. Are they going to be a cup contender the year after? Even even if Suzuki takes a step forward and Caulfield takes a step forward, they're going to be a cup contender. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying Marty St. Louis and the players, they're not. They don't have that control to win or lose. I mean, they're going to play hard. If the management does something, that's a different story. Well, that's what I'm telling you that has to be done. That's what has to be done. The only problem is I don't know how they're going to do this because the players that are good are the ones that you don't want to get rid of, and the players that aren't good are the ones that you want to get rid of, but right now you would get nothing for them. I know. know. Dadanov, Drewain, and Hoffman right now on the marketplace, with all due respect to them, you will get nothing nothing for them. As a matter of fact, they could go on waivers, and they will not get picked up. On waivers, you don't think they'll get picked up? None of the three? Dadanov won't. Hoffman won't. Drew ain't because you're in only on this year's contract, and so is, so are you for Dadanov. I still don't think they would. No, none of them. Oh. I don't think so. Well, they're in a tough situation. but I'm You think so? Yeah, I think the management's a great team, so they'll figure it out. They will. Yeah, but, you know, you got to understand something, right? Who's out of the lineup right now? 
Why are you asking me so many difficult questions? But you follow this team or what? You want to be a master control. I need you to be a hockey guy instead of just a Tennessee Titans guy, okay? What a I'm team. Gonna right now, Dadunov had a therapy day, okay? Uh, but Paul Byron is out long-term, all right, at the forward yeah. position. Carey Price, we know his situation. He's basically unofficially retired, okay? Yeah. But they're two most, like, they're two very, two very important players on the on defense are out right now. They're Joel Edmondson and Michael Matheson. Mm-hmm. When they come back, they're going to be better. So if they're 500 now, they'll be better than 500 after. And then your picks get even worse. This is the worst situation possible. We are stuck in no man's land. This is exactly where I didn't want to be. And damn it, they're there. So do you think they'll be in the top 10 pick? No, at this point, not even. Even higher? At this point, have you not just listened to what I told you? Yeah. You know, you're lucky that you're such a nice guy. Your your house is open all the time in Kirkland. You don't even have the lock on the door. I just walk in. Everyone just walks in. We sit down. We start talking with Joey Manjibev, who's your future son-in-law right now. He just He's there all the time. He's sitting down. He's eating. He's drinking. You're just, you're lucky you're a nice guy. Thank you. Agnello, I got to go. I'll talk to you later. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. All right. Let's go back here. Bring up the comments if you want. If we finish outside of bottom five, then we didn't learn from Bergevin after they drafted Galchenyuk. Audio says they're probably going to have pick number 13. Vincenzo Polifroni. Tony, I believe Montreal pick right with Slavkowski. What's your thoughts on what's happening with uh, Shane Wright in Seattle? I don't care about Shane Wright right now. He is the least of my worries. No, he hasn't played the expectations. We're also hearing some attitude issues. Maybe yes, maybe no. You know what? That's their problem. We got Slavkowski. I like him. He's a nice kid, but it hurt me to see him get hit like that and be laboring in pain the way he was. He was in pain. He has to be less naive of a hockey player. In the National Hockey League, you have to expect the unexpected. When Max Pacioretty got hit, by into the stanchion by Zidane Chara, he did not expect the unexpected. In this league, you need to expect the unexpected. And uh, out of all people, Marco Rossi hitting him like that, man, I got to tell you. Um, Tony will be the Habs goalie and get his wish for another first overall pick. Well, meaning that it could be Jake Allen. Yeah, well, you know what? Jake Allen signed the contract of a couple of years, and I know it doesn't mean much, but the way he's played this year, his numbers are inferior to Montembos. He's not getting you that number one pick either. This It's a terrible situation. They'll be above 500. They won't make the playoffs, and everyone they want to trade has played terrible and has no value. And everyone who's played good are players they want to keep here for a long time. This is bad. This is really bad. And even the players they want to keep here for a long time aren't playing that good either, like Josh Anderson, for example. What in the world is going on with Josh Josh Anderson? What's going on with him? Am I fuzzy again? Don't tell me. I'm going to lose it if I am. Somebody just said I'm fuzzy again. Let's go back to Agnello. Agnello, come back on. No, no, you're fine tonight. You're fine tonight. I'm fine? Yeah, once in a while the camera focuses, but you're fine. Okay, so somebody's playing with me then, basically, is what's happening. I think they want to start calling you Fuzzy Tony. Tony Fuzzy. You're not Fuzzy. See people. By the way, 
when I drink, okay, because my mouth is going dry. When I drink, you talk, okay? Got Let's it. Do that again. They're ca- they're calling you Tony Fuzzy, Fuzzy Tony, Tony Fuzzy. Good. What are we gonna do? We're gonna open up the phone lines or what? Yeah. Okay. I want to take calls tonight, eh? Yeah, of course. If we get the calls, we'll take them. We should. If we get the calls. <laughs> Gotta let people let know. Let them know. Let them know. Uh, well, who do you think's hosting this show over here? Pinko Palino? That they're, they're, <laughs> they're not gonna call. If we if we get the calls. This is the show to call. Is there another show? I want to ask you is something. There, is there another podcast that's going on live right now that's actually worth watching? No, nothing. Compared to this? No, no. nothing. I want to ask you, but... I yeah, is there another post-game show on the radio that's worth listening to this instead of listening, instead of this? Nothing. Sorry. Nothing. But I want to ask you something. So yeah. like Dan from Manitoba, it yeah. seems that like you depressed him because you said he's not calling anymore. Oh, I suspended him. I, says, I think I should try to reach out to him and try to get him back on. I feel bad for the guy. Oh, my dear God, the Boston Bruins. Did you see this? No. What happened? The Boston Bruins were losing 5-2 in Pittsburgh. They came back to win the game 6-5 in overtime. Wow. Wow. They're a good team. Good coach, good team. We're going to get them on the podcast, eh? Yep, definitely, 100%. Jim Montgomery? Yeah, 100%. The head coach of the Boston Bruins? Yes, 100%. 100%? 100%. Because your people know his people. Is that it? That's what it is. All right. So we're going we're gonna to do that. Bring up the questions. I want to take as many questions as possible. All right? Bring yeah. them up. All right. Um, so here we I'm going to bring up some as well. Um, Bobby says nothing compares to you. Thank you. <coughs> Rob King says Fuzzy Wuzzy had a bear. Audio Murphy says the heart of Beantown. Um, great team. What are they? Ten and one. I think they're nine and one, but I could be mistaken. Uh, Raymond Singh, Sing Sign Sold says great coach. Uh, Fisherman says they'll eliminate the Leafs come playoff time. What a spring it'll be! It'll be an even better spring if the Leafs don't make the playoffs. Uh, other coming in. Uh, Tony, the other hockey podcasts are boring. I'm happy to hear that. Tony, people are nervous to call you. This coming in from Brendan Bishop. Don't be nervous. And uh, Fishing says, put up the number. Agnello, put up the number. Put up the number for the phone calls, Agnello. Put it up. 1-888-585-SICK. 1-888-585-7425 is the number to call. It is a toll-free number. It's a toll-free number. Speaking of which, you called. Is brought to you by Playground. And I talked to you about Playground because they have over 600 machines, poker tournaments, and Playground casino games, daily promotions, and unmatched customer service. Why go anywhere else? Located just over the Mercier Bridge, only minutes from downtown Montreal. Uh, you know what? It's uh, it's you know what I like tonight because in a game that you're going to lose like this by a score of four to one, it's going to be hard to find players that you liked. Okay, but there's a couple. There's a couple. Um, Cole Caulfield, by the way, didn't score tonight, but he was dangerous. He had eight shots on goal. It didn't go in, but I liked Cole tonight. Yol Armia, 
I know he took a penalty for goalie interference. Personally, I didn't think it was a penalty. He had five shots in this hockey game, and I thought that Yol Armia played a good hockey game tonight. On defense, I really like Jordan Harris. I like Jordan Harris tonight, who logged 21 minutes and 10 seconds, more time than anyone else. He looked extremely comfortable with the puck, banking it off the boards. Passes were tape to tape. Uh, he looked really, really comfortable. Those are pretty much the players that I liked a little bit more than the rest. Um, other than that, I mean, the fourth line, I think, was okay with Evans and Slavkowski and Rem Pitlick. That was pretty good. Speaking of which, and Yellow, bring up the Canadians' lines in this hockey game tonight. There you have it, Suzuki with uh, Caulfield and Doc. Dvorak with Gallagher and Anderson, Monahan, Armia, and Drouin, Evans, Slavkowski, and Pitlick. On defense, Goulie Savard, Jackye, Weidman, Harris, and Kovacevic. And in goal was Jake Allen. The Canadians play next in Winnipeg on Thursday night. It's also going to be an 8 p.m. Eastern time. Let's go to the calls. You called. Presented by Playground. You called. It's brought to you by Playground, your premier gaming destination located over the Mercier Bridge, only minutes from downtown Montreal. And let's get to the calls. Where are we going exactly? It doesn't matter. Hello, who's this? Is this Peter in Laval? Peter. Yes, Tony, how are you, sir? Very good, Peter. How are you? Good, how are you? Very good, very good. Where, where exactly in Laval are you, Peter? Uh, Laval, uh, Promenade des Îles. Promenade des Îles? Yeah, Chamity area. Oh, that's Chamity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where my buddy, uh, my buddy Salikas lives. Chamity. Yeah. Yeah, you, okay. see him, you see him every now and then or what? No, 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 no. I haven't seen him too often. I'm busy with my restaurant. Oh, oh, you have a you have a restaurant. Wow. A Greek gentleman who owns a pizzeria. I've never heard of this before in my life. Not a pizzeria, a delicatessen. Oh, a delicatessen. Oh, well, fantastic. Yeah. Sir smoked meat? And he smoked meat. That's their specialty. Oh, really? Eh? Fantastic. I'm gonna drop by and come see you one day. What's on your mind? What's on what's on your mind? My mind. Uh, the Habs didn't play that bad of a game. I think Flurry just is a solid veteran goaltender. He knows how to play the puck behind the net. He's uh, he's very cool, calm, and collective. He he especially kept them in the game in period number one. And when they came out of that first period scoreless, that's exactly what you want from a goaltender. What a career Mark Andre Flurry's had, eh? It's unbelievable. Oh my God. He, he he looks like a twenty eight year old out there. Twenty eight year old. He he up and down around. He's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. No, no. You're right about that. So, um, what did you think of Slavkowski getting hit there in the uh, with a minute twenty left to go in regulation? He's got to be a little bit more alert. He's got to play with a little bit more of an edge and more alertness. He has to see his surroundings. He's got to he's got to take those uh, he's got to take those smelling salts before the game, right? Yeah, he's got to have a little pep. 
And sometimes I find that he's, uh, he's a little bit like Peter Mahovlich. You remember sometimes when he used to, he was a great hockey player, Peter Mahovlich. Yes, yes, of course, yes. The brother of the big M, of course. Peter and Frank Mahovlich. Mahovlich, yes. Yeah. I, I got to watch him uh, at the tail end of his career, but I followed him before to see. He would get a little bit lazy, you know? That's yeah. the way I find what would you say if Uri Slavkovsky ends up being the next big M, the next Frank Mahovlich? What would you say? Would you be happy with that? I would be very happy, yes. Okay. Very happy. But that's hard to do, eh? Yeah, no, no, it's uh, hard to do. There's no doubt about it. Uh, you're, you're right about that. There's only one big M. Thanks so much. I wanted the Habs to pick him up, but a great radio TV personality uh, did not have uh, the vision. I, make, I, 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 I don't know exactly what he's talking about. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. What, what's Voodoo talking about here? What, what is Voodoo? I wanted the Habs to pick him up, but a great radio slash TV personality did not have the vision. I have no idea what he's talking about. Peter Mahovlich? No, I have no idea what he's talking about. I'm taking messages right now. That's a good comparable, Tony, says Bobby. Bobby Design says it's a good comparable. Oh, Flurry, Flurry, Flurry. Voodoo is talking about Marc Andre Flurry. He wanted to pick oh, him up. Okay. Yeah, well, I, listen to me. I would, I, like I would not have picked up Marc Andre Flurry because the Canadians are not going to win the Stanley Cup with Marc Andre Flurry. And Marc Andre Flurry would have only got in the way of the Montreal Canadiens rebuild. I want the rebuild. Yeah. If I want a rebuild, if I say on Twitter, I want rebuild, on Instagram, I want rebuild, on Facebook, I want rebuild, on the radio, I want rebuild, on podcast, I want rebuild, on TV, I want rebuild. If I say all of that, and then I say, go out and get Mark andre Fleury, I'm an idiot. I'm not an idiot. No, 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 don't get Fleury. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Gallagher and Anderson to Calgary. Gallagher and Anderson to Calgary. You want to get Gallagher and Anderson to Calgary. You realize that with the salary cap, it's pretty hard to not only move a $6.5 million player, but then you want to move a $5.5 million player. And then you want to take those two players that total $12 million who have another five years left on their respective contracts, and you want to trade them to the same team. It's wish. I know it's wishful. No, no, but uh, Peter, where this is, it's not PlayStation here. Like you don't, you know, this is, there's a salary cap now, my friend. But I think Anderson would make a good mix with Calgary. Yeah, everyone thinks that Anderson's going to make a good mix until they have him and they realize that, you know, he doesn't play every game. Thanks for taking the time. You sound like a good guy to me. I'm going to come visit you one day at your delicatessen in Turban. I'm going to come visit you, and I'm going to say, I want to speak to the owner, Peter in Laval. You're going to raise your hand. You're going to say, that's me. And you'll know right away that I'm Marinaro. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. I know you from afar. You know me from afar, no kidding, because I'm you know, one of the best-looking guys in the city. We are uh, stupid on a rebuilding year. We'll end up with the 15th pick. This coming in from Andy. Kev says losing is for losers. Yeah, not having a plan is for losers, too. The dude thinks he's Mark Bergevin, says Audio Murphy. Eric Lavallee says keep them for the playoff run in two years. We need veterans. Oh, yeah, I'm sure Gallagher's going to have a lot of legs in two years from now. Uh, others coming in. Peter the Cobra de Tarbon. Voodoo says, Tony's not always right, but he is the best hands down. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I, I'm not always right. You're right about that. But uh, you know what? I'm not short of opinions. It's better than going on the air and just saying nothing 
for fear of actually being wrong with your opinion or a prediction not coming through. Pierre is in Arizona. This guy's in the desert, and he wants to talk to me right now on the Sick Podcast. Pierre, what's going on? Yeah, hi, Tony. How you doing? Good. How are you? Pretty good, thanks. So, uh, Are you a former Montrealer? Montreal, I don't think that they're going to play for 500. I really think they're going to tank. The reason why, okay. we only have one good scoring line. We only have two good players on that line. Okay. We haven't been able to find a third player that fits with those two players. That, that's true. It's, been a, it's been a revolving line. door. Yeah, you're right about that. Okay, continue. Yeah, we, we need a player uh, that basically is physical is good on the boards and can feed the puck, which we don't have. And uh, that's, you know, with one line, we're not going to go very far for one. Uh, I mean, but it, it's to be expected. We're rebuilding right now. So uh, hopefully we can get rid of some of the players. Like mm-hmm. you said, I agree, Dodonov and all that, we're not going to get much uh, for them. So either they're going to, Put them on waivers or yeah. get low low picks for them. Would you even try? Would you even try? Would you even try Drouin on the first line? Well, we haven't personally. I don't think we've given him much of a chance. Well, what do you mean? He's been here for like first line on the yeah. first line. Well, I understand, but he's been here for five years. Bottom lines, but he's, Pierre, still, Pierre, he's Pierre. still not a player that's good on the boards and that's physical to dig the pucks and feed it. Pierre? Yeah. I, I understand. He's been here for five years now. Like, this is the sixth year that he's been here. Like, I think he's had his chances. Yeah, but you not know? on the first line. But he's mm-hmm. not a good fit for that first line anyways. Yeah. So, no, I, I don't think that he'd be a good fit for that. Put it this way. If Slavkowski was four years into the league and he was bigger and he was stronger um, and he had more experience, he would be the perfect fit. But right now, he's just not at that yeah. stage. We're going to have to wait a little bit. Pierre, are you a former Montrealer living in Arizona? or uh, I am. Yeah, I am. Oh, okay. So uh, when did you I move actually, out there? Uh, you moved out uh, there? Uh, I'm sorry? Did you move out there? I did. Uh, I've been here for 20 years, but I go back to Montreal twice a year. My mother actually lived in Villa Cell. Is that right, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Le Cavalier. On uh, on Le Cavalier? Gagnon. Gagnon. Gagné on, Street? On Gagné Street. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. right in the back of the IGA. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I know, ex- I know exactly where I, I know exactly where it is. Yeah, yeah, that would be yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, would be yeah, LaSalle's beach no side. I, I, I'm yeah, sorry to hear that. I'm on I'm on mountain side. That would be on beach side. So you know what? Okay. Before I go and I get to another call, how's life treating you in Arizona? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, I'm happy that I can listen to you. So it gives me a connection with Montreal still. I'm happy to hear uh, that. Thank I you. Still watch the Montreal Canadiens on ESPN, but I'm limited on the games. Yeah. That's the only way I can get Montreal Canadian games out here. Uh, I do see them once in a while when they come to uh, Arizona. Yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I'm far from uh, Glendale, though, where mm-hmm. they used to play, but I'm probably about 30 minutes from Tempe. But uh, with uh, 5,000 seats, it's a little hard to yeah, your house is probably bigger than that arena. Hey, Pierre. They used to be also. 
Charles. Pierre, great talking to you, man, and thank you. I'm, I'm glad that the podcast is available for people like you who are former Montrealers who moved away and want still a connection to their city and or their hockey team. You have it here, and hopefully you will have it for a very, very long time. I can tell you that is yep. definitely our intention. All right, tell your friends about the podcast. Oh. It's pretty sick. Go ahead. Will do. Thank you very Thank much. You. Thank you. It. Enjoy All your right. show. Thank you very much. My God, is that like the most polite guy I've ever talked to in my life or what? Pierre in Arizona. We'll get to more of your calls at 1-888-585-SICK. 1-888-585-7425. It's a sick podcast. I'm Marinaro. Jeffrey is in Toronto. Jeffrey, what's going on? Tony, Tony, how you doing? Long Jeffrey, Jeffrey, there. good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Is this a joke? No, well, I mean, you tell me. This is a joke, buddy. Montreal absolutely sucks. Okay. Well, I mean, they they did for you know the second period tonight for sure. But I don't even want to talk about Montreal anymore. No, the second anymore. period was Pieta Copasiona, Walio. I mean, you don't want to talk about Montreal anymore. When all of a sudden you're dictating what we're gonna. That's what do you want to talk about exactly, life. Jeffrey? Second period of my life, they suck. Ever since. I've had kids. My kids are crying. I had two two kids crying right now because of that loss. That's you know great. I mean? That that's great. Tonight on the Sick Podcast, we got somebody who lives in Toronto that's calling us in Montreal to tell us that our hockey team sucks. This is great. It doesn't get worse than this, buddy. I think the Toronto Raptors right now can probably put on a better performance. They can probably beat the Montreal Canadiens. I think Siakam can get more goals on Allen than. Ah, stop, 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 stop. No, I'm being serious. I'm being serious. Stop, stop, stop exaggerating. Stop exaggerating. Listen, let me let me give a shout out. Let me give a shout out to my boy Japan. Are you are you, are you connected oh, to the Raptors by hold on a second? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Listen, you never let anybody talk on this show. Okay, go ahead. You don't let anybody talk. You know what I mean? Let me talk for once, Tony. Go ahead. All right. I want to talk to you. Can you hear me? No, no, I can hear you. But if this is the best that you're going to bring, you asked me to make you talk. I make you talk, and you said, I... Talk, talk, let's go. You want to bring it? You want to go? You want to go on the sick podcast? Let's go. You want to play? Let's play. What are we playing? Listen, you want to... Fix that setup of yours. No, 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 no. I don't have to say. You don't even know how to talk, and you're asking me to fix my setup. My setup is good. You called here. You wanted to be the show tonight. You wanted to be the showstopper. You wanted to go up against me. You have absolutely no chance going up against Tony Marinaro. Stay in Toronto. Live in Toronto. We don't want you on the podcast. I'm suspending you for one month. Agnello suspended for one month immediately. I want him to stay in Toronto with Dubas and Sheldon Keefe and Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. Excuses, excuses, excuses. Toronto, this, that, this, that. Shut him down, Agnello. Take him off right now. Let's get to another caller. This guy is gone. Gonzo. Bye-bye. Salute. Arrivederci. Stay in Toronto. The best thing about Toronto is the highway back to Montreal. You know it, and I know it. Let's get rid of this guy. Where are we going here? Jeffrey in Toronto. 
track down his IP address. If he calls back under another name or whatever, I don't want to. Let's put in a voice recognition system that will recognize his voice. The next time he calls, this guy, you know what? One month from now is actually at the end of November. Suspend him for the rest of 2022. In 2023, because we're going to get off to a brand new fresh start, I might give him another chance. I might suspend him 2022. That's it, Jeffrey in Toronto. I want to hear from this guy. Kevin, wow, Tony, head big tonight. No, I'm just in one of those moods. My head's not bigger tonight than it was yesterday. As a matter of fact, my head has been the same size for many, many, many years. Uh, since I became an adult, pretty much. I think that's when it stopped growing. Tony is tough but fair. I am. Thank you. Um, watch the blood pressure, Tony, that's coming in from Hunter. Thank you. Mr. Major says good riddance. Yes. Pierre Lux says preach, Tony. Um, track down his IP address. He liked that one. That was Bobby Design. Drop the hammer, says the boss master. We did. Fishing thought it was hilarious. Andy says the Leafs are suspended for the rest of the season. You imagine the guy comes on to tell us how bad the Canadians are, and he can't speak. He calls in a post-game show, and he doesn't know what to say. And he's mumbling. I mean, his ability to try and put two or three sentences together is worse than the Maple Leafs trying to put together two or three good periods. It's pretty similar. It's not bad. Roy is in Bangkok. Roy. Good morning, Tony. Good morning. Good morning. But I, it, How are it, you? It, 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 I'm good. But It's, it's, it's a not... lovely sunny day here in Bangkok. Oh, really? Eh? Yeah. Well, uh, where I am, it's not morning yet. It's 11.30 p.m. Eastern time. But uh, in Bangkok right now, uh, it is 10.29 a.m., correct? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, so what's going on in Thailand? What's going on there? Oh, it's uh, what they call the cool season. It's about uh, 30 every day. Okay. So and, what, brings, uh, what, brings you, what brings you there? Before I finish with you, I'm going out to play golf. <laughs> Who's better than you? What brings you there? <laughs> what brings you to Bangkok? Anyways. What, anyway, brings you, what brings you to Bangkok? With respect to Druin or Hoffman. But why is it any every time the, I ask the, questions, the nobody English. answers me? What the brings you to Bangkok? Send them to Laval. What brings you to Bangkok? Oh, uh, I came here, oh boy, 35 years ago for work. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I was uh, I uh, well, I'm retired now, but I'm a, I was a petroleum engineer, and I worked pretty much all over the world. And mm-hmm. uh, I based myself here in uh, Bangkok whew, about 1975. Wow, is it as uh, nice as I hear it is? The pictures are stunning. Oh, it's pretty nice. And the nice. The nicest thing is here that the people don't hate anybody. And as somebody who's worked all over the world, there's lots of countries where they hate you. <laughs> oh, really? Eh? 
Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. So are you um you get to watch all the Canadians games from where you are? I do actually through the nhl.com uh, subscription. Yeah. And former Montrealer grew up in the <laughs> West Island, so mm-hmm. What did you think? There we are. What did you think? I think tonight? No, uh, last month's game. What did you think of last month's game? Last month? Yeah. No, I, I said, what did you think? And you said about tonight? I said, no, last month. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. No, no. So what, so what did you think of the opening game of the season, uh, the Canadians and the Toronto Maple Leafs? That's what we're talking about, or? A dream come true, Tony. A yeah. dream come true. Roy, who's better than you? Nobody. You have the beach in Bangkok. You've been retired for, you've been there. You've been retired, whatever, enjoying life. You're going to play golf tomorrow. Who's better than you? Nobody. <laughs> well, I say I listen to your podcast every night. Yeah. And, uh, or you're, eight you're, years, you're, sorry. Your laugh is outstanding, by the way. It's like the greatest laugh I think I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh, okay, great. We'll talk to you Anyways. soon. Enjoy the beach, okay? Shiva Diamo, Tony. Hey, Yes, yes. I'll see you later. Yes, my buddy Chesco is in Thailand. Maybe I can hook you guys up together. There you have it. Roy in yes. Bangkok. So we had Peter in Laval, Pierre in Arizona, Jeffrey in Toronto, Roy in Bangkok. Four callers, four very special callers, I have to tell you. We had uh, the, the one guy that uh, owned the Delicatessen in Terrebonne. We had uh, the other guy who uh, can't watch every game, and uh, um, he's in Arizona, and uh, he's got the connection of you know the podcast back home. We have another guy who's trying to smack talk us from Toronto when just everything is going wrong there. And then we got Roy in Bangkok who wanted to tell us that he's uh, going to be playing golf tomorrow. Mark is on the Long Island. Mark, what's going on? Tony Marinaro, the man, the myth, the legend. How are you? My God, you're the Mark that I used to talk to when I used to work at another place once upon a time. I think the last time I talked to you was probably back in the month of April or something. Probably was. Yeah. yeah. This is me, Tony. We missed you. Long time no speak. How are you? I'm, I'm doing extremely well. Thank you very much. I miss the listeners, too, uh, and that's about it. All right, and Matthew O'Hane, you probably missed because you brought him back. So I, I, well, I, I, yeah, I didn't really bring him back, but uh, yeah, he's back. He's back. Yeah. All right, we got most of the band. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, everybody right, wants to. Big every, guns. Everyone wants to work for this podcast. If I would divulge the text messages that have come in in the last six or seven months from people that want to work for this podcast, it's uh, there's a lot of interesting names there. Tony, yeah. I called this number because I thought that's how you apply to work. And, and a lot like, of oh, non-interesting on the air. And a lot of non and a lot of non-interesting names. That's why they're not here. Yeah, you were saying? I said I called this number thinking that I was the, the number to apply to work for the podcast. And then they're like, you're on the well, air. Well, you know, you're li- you're living in Long Island. Would you like to host a sick podcast out of Long Island? You want to talk about the Islanders or what? Hell no. Yeah. Only Habs. Only Habs, eh? Okay, so what's on your mind? Let's go here. First of all, I haven't spoken to you all season, but some of these games are hockey. That's fun. Yeah. This team is fun again. 
Yeah. And, and no matter what happens, there's always a storyline because you either got RV Jack Eye. Yeah. You got Cole Caulfield. You got Nick Suzuki. You got Kirby Doc. Now you've got the stuff going on with that Donoff, which is always, this team is always exciting. No oh, that, that Donoff, you call him. Okay, but never mind who the roster is. We all know who's on the team. What did you think of the game tonight? I asked him to tell me what's on his mind, and he's, he's, he's going through the entire roster. <laughs> Tony, you're the same old. We love it. But um, what I think about this game, I think they just got outplayed, and a lot of the shortcomings of talent show. They always have a rough time against the Wild. I don't know what it is, but I think that their young D just struggles against pure superstars. They're just too young, and they just they can't hold that, that blue line strong enough. Their goaltending, Allen, has been good, but, you know, you always need D in front of you. By the way, not, pure. Not, not Caden Gooley's best game tonight. It's okay. Love him. You're not going to play 82 good games a year. I thought there was some decision-making tonight that was probably not the best. Especially as a rookie, you know, but this is part of the growth, you know? Yeah. Listen, if we'll, we'll take this this year. If next year, if they learn from it and they build up on it, we'll take this year, you know? Anything that's better than last year, we can handle. Yeah. As Montreal fans, as long yeah. as we can't use Jeff Gordon. And, and how about the Rangers? They just they, – I just – the fact that they're doing, they're doing good, my brother's a Ranger fan, they hate them, but you look at the moves and you see what Jeff Gordon did. Wow, the Rangers the Rangers are a top they're being eight. They're a, top, they're a top eight or nine team in the National Hockey League right now. And so if you're wondering what the Montreal Canadiens are going to look like a couple of years from now, and uh, you know that's the plan. Having said that, the Rangers got a little bit lucky because Adam Fox forced to, you know, he, he wanted to go to the Rangers and he went there and Panarin, Signed as an unrestricted free agent, he wanted to go to the Rangers, and I don't know if the Montreal Canadiens are going to be that lucky. But this is what this is the template, and Kirby Doc. You still got Keon. And Kirby Doc, Keandre, yeah, he's uh, fantastic, and so is Schneider, and the list goes on and on. But Kirby Doc, they were hoping that he was going to be their Mika Zavinajad that Jeff Gordon picked up, and now it's two games. He's on the wing. I don't understand how. You have a Sean Monaghan whose contract is up at the end of the year, who probably will be traded at the deadline. And you have a Kirby Doc who you went to trade for, ended up giving up Romanov in a trade to the Islanders to get a couple of picks to trade them for Doc. And instead of investing in him at the center position, they put him on the wing for two games. I'm not going to question Marty St. Louis, but I'm going to question Marty St. Louis. That's the, Tony, I didn't think about that, and that's a very valid point. I think they're just trying to find someone there, but I don't know why they don't put Anderson back there. Anderson, we'd seen his work. Yeah, there are off nights, but a, a game like tonight, Anderson was flying out there, doing maybe he didn't score, but he was running around. And these are the this is when Anderson works the best with Cole Caulfield and Nick Suzuki. You could shuffle the deck in the middle of a game, nothing happens. Yeah, you know, it doesn't, sure, it doesn't mess things up. These guys practice with each other all the time. Fisherman wants to know how you ended up being <clears throat> uh, an Islander fan. Uh, pardon me, an Islander fan. How you ended up being a Canadiens fan living in Long Island? So here, you want the you want the abbreviated version or the long version? No, no, no. I want the version. No, no, no. I, I short anyway. Hold on a second. No, no. I want the long. The long version lasts how long exactly? Let's say the short versions uh, five seconds. The long ones maybe a minute max. Oh. 
Oh, a minute. Okay, so for you, long is going one minute. Tony, because I'm one of your callers, and the old place, a long conversation with you was 30 seconds. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it, oh, the old place, was, it was 30 seconds because we had to pay 20 minutes of commercials for every 30 seconds we talked. Well, now we got the state podcast and there's no other way around it but let's a, yeah, yeah yeah now, now we talk now now we do i don't have to break every 15 16 minutes so that we can go to seven minutes of commercial come back and go back after 15 minutes and play another eight minutes of commercials and this and that now you know why i don't have a boss even though in yellow owns the thing i just do what i want to do that's it that's all this is my show i don't have to listen to anybody tell me you know don't do this don't do that don't do this don't do that Mm. All right, so, so here's the story. Yeah. In 2014... Somebody told me not to sing stuff. on the air once. So you know what I did? Absolutely not. You know what I did? Sing on that air. Tony. You know what I did? <laughs> I sung on the air. And I brought home a 14% market share. <laughs> Tony, there's no other song that sings better with you than the Blue La Rouge. That's it. You know who knows the business better than anybody I know? Who knows how to make something out of nothing and bring home the ratings? Me. If somebody tells me, don't sing, you know what I'm going to do? I'm singing. Exactly. I want to sing, I but, sing. There you go. Anyway, la, la nostra canzone d'amore che va Come un pensiero che sa Di felicità. Senti nell'aria. Yeah. Hey, Mark, I gotta go. You take it easy. Call again. Right, well, you never a... get the story on how I was a Canadian. Fan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Give me your story, the short version, though. All right. My dad is from Montreal, grew up in Montreal, moved out here to the East Coast over here. And my brother was a Ranger fan. I've started becoming a Ranger fan. And then we were playing NHL 09, and my father said, I knew nothing about hockey, really, but I was a Ranger fan because mm -hmm. I was a Ranger fan, and my yeah. father was playing hockey, and he said, I'm picking the Canadians because they have the best goaltender, Carey Price. And I was wow. hook, line, and sinker on Carey Price, and the rest is history. And now I'm a Canadian fan. I get those in the Tony Marinaro. I am as happy as a lark. Good for you. So yeah, you're the Tony, Blue La Rouge. Yeah, yeah, Blue La Rouge, you know, Blue, Blue Rouge, Blue La Rouge, and Mosey too now. Blue La Rouge, and Mosey oh, too. Listen oh, to me. Shut up. I'm from New York. I say coffee and water. Yeah, coffee. Go get me some coffee. Hey, listen. Exactly. Who's got better bagels, Montreal or New York? Never had a Montreal bagel, and you asked me this on a different, on a different planet. Yeah. We got to get you to Montreal so you can have a Montreal bagel. I've been to Montreal, but I haven't had a bagel. But, Tony, when I'm in Montreal, I'll try that bagel, and I will let you know how it was. The next time you're in Montreal, you look me up. You call me. You call Marinaro to show you the city. You got it? I'll talk to you soon. Will do. When you're in Long Island, do the same, Tony. I go to Long Island all the time. I got my buddy who lives there in Farmingdale, New York. Victorio yep. was a childhood friend of my father's. They grew up in the same town, the same village. They live, the bakery. They live next door to each other. Yeah, hold on a second. And uh, and uh, I went to the bakery. Well, wait, wait, is it uh, Villa Bate or something? Which one is it? I don't know, but you've told me this many times, and you go to the bakery, and I was never there, and I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on a second. Really good. 
what is that bakery in uh, in Long Island now? Okay, now okay, now I'm gonna no 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 I'm gonna lose I'm gonna lose sleep over this now. Hold on a second, uh, bakery. I'm trying to look something up here. Bakery in Brooklyn. You know what? I think it's I think it's that one. I think it's the one that I just told you. It is. Yes. Bilabate. Yep, sound, it's in Brooklyn. Yep, sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in Brooklyn. It's on 18th Avenue. And they have something really good that you told me I got to go to try it. But I never yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a very good bakery. Mark, we'll talk to you soon. You'll be well. Mark and Long Island. Right. Yeah, say all right. His father was a big fan of Carey Price, so they were, you know, he ended up cheering for the Canadians. It's all right. Aniello, bring up some questions here. By the way, my throat is burning. This is not good. I hope this is not what I think it is, which I've never had before, by the way. Fishing says, are the rookies getting tired? Getting tired after 10 games? I, I would hope not. Roger is in Northern Ontario. Roger. Roger, you're there. Yeah, I'm here. All right. I think you're going to be, if, if this is a great call, I think you will be. Our last call of the night. Well, I'm hoping it's going to be a great call. I hope so, too. But uh, I think it's safe to say that there's a very good chance that you're going to be the best call of the night. Well, I think you're right. Yeah. One guy's talking about is Delhi. The other guy's talking about the fact that uh, he can't watch too many games because he's in Arizona. The other guy's calling from Toronto to say that the Canadians suck and he's a Leafs fan. He's the other guy is calling from the beach to tell us that he's going to play golf tomorrow. And Mark from Long Island, instead of telling us Bleu Blanc Rouge, is telling us Blue La Rouge. <laughs> I have a feeling that you're going to be the best call tonight, my man. Well, I'm going to try. Okay. First when of it, all. Whenever I'm, you're I'm ready. Very eh? Pardon? Whenever you're ready. This is your show. Okay, well, first of all, I'm happy to be on your show, uh, like many others, can't believe it, but uh, here we go. Thank you. I think, um, I think Doc played a very good game tonight with uh, Suzuki and Caulfield, he looked pretty good, fed them uh, quite a few passes, and uh, they seemed to gel a little bit. Second, uh, I totally agree with you on the uh, rebuild, um, so the loss was okay in my books because uh, we need more losses than we have wins. Secondly, the draft that's coming up, Habs have two picks, am I correct? Well, I think you made four points and now you're going secondly. Okay, go ahead, yes? Okay, so then I think the Habs are going to unload quite a bit at the deadline. Who are they going to unload? Well, I can see them uh, for sure Drew Lane's going to go and that and off. Yeah, yeah, they're they're lining up to take these guys. Everybody, everybody's lining up. Um, I think the players that you want to trade with, there might be a spot for them on the River Rats of uh, Parcolet de, de Cobra de Parcolet de Villasal. You might, you might even see a guy like. No, no. All kidding aside, it's it's a tough situation. With all due respect, it's a tough situation because the guys that are probably not bringing it as often are not bringing it all that much. 
and their contracts are up at the end of the year, they don't have very much value right now. If any, like we just talked about the fact that you can put them on waivers and they won't get picked up. So it's a, it's a real, I, you know, I thought it would be an easy situation that Kent Hughes would be in because you just have to rebuild this thing, but um, it's not all easy. But at the same time, you can still pull it off. And what's going to happen is in an ideal situation, these contracts that you're not going to bring back, these players, in an ideal situation, they would have value so you can get assets. This is not an ideal situation. Unfortunately, they don't have much value. So you're just going to let them go, probably end up getting absolutely nothing for them. But the good news is that the money will be off the books at the end of the year, and then you're going to end up making some cap space for yourself. That's the good news. Exactly. How about Armia? I thought Armia was good tonight, to be honest. I thought he was good. He took a quick wrist shot in period number one that almost had eyes. I thought he was involved. I thought he went to the net. He shot the puck a ton tonight. I don't have a problem with Armia. I thought he was good tonight. You're asking me if I would trade him? Right now, he's not among one of the first players that I would trade on this team. But then again... Trading the other guys is easy. There's no value there. He's on his final year, isn't he? Uh, Army, I believe he is not on the final year, but I could be wrong. But I'm going to have my buddy Sammy Cavallaro and Agnello Cavallaro at Master Control look up how many years Yol Armia has left on his contract. And just like that, I can tell you that he's got two more years left on his deal. He's in year two of a four-year deal at three point four million per year on the cap. That's going to be hard to move. That's going to be it's, it's very hard to move. Very and, hard to uh, move. How, what do you think about say um, a guy like Savard or Edmondson being moved? Uh, I keep Edmondson because I think he can insulate a guy like Jacki. I don't want Jacki to be the only one who can pretty much defend his teammates on this team, and there are others, but I think he'd really need Joel Edmondson. Edmondson's got two years left on his deal, so you know what? If you don't bring Edmondson back, I would trade Joel Edmondson in 2024 at the deadline. Savard, same thing. I'm keeping Savard and Edmondson for this year for sure. I'm keeping both of them. Eh? What are you going to do to make room for a guy like, we'll say, Barron or... Uh... Well, Barron will be here next year. Barron's not going to be here this year. Barron's not ready for well, the National Hockey League just yet. Next year. Well, I said I, I'll keep Savard and Edmondson this year, and next year we'll see. And I understand what you're saying. You're saying, well, yeah, but if you're going to make room for Barron, you got to trade those guys. Don't forget, you can always trade them at the draft. Because you got... You, you can but... always trade them at the draft. Yeah, well, that's that's the that's what I'm looking at at the draft yeah. or new trade deadline because you right. figure that these guys like was it Hudson? Yeah, Hudson. Lane Hudson Harris, day is is really good. Mayu, and there's gonna be to me there's gonna be at least two more rookies coming in next year. Lane Hudson's not gonna be on this team next year. Well, not him. Okay, but you might see a Mayu on the team next year, or you might see a Baron. Yeah, uh, Mayu next year, I doubt it too. Baron should be on the team next year, but we'll see what happens. Thanks so much. Even though I said this was going to be the last call, I've been told that I have to take one more call. All right, so one more call. Where am I going, Sammy? 
Sammy told me to take one more call. Sammy, was that it, or is there another one? Hello. Hello. Hey, Tony. Is it me you're looking for? Tony, how are you? Very good. How are you? Not too bad. Thank you. Thank you for uh, taking my call. Yeah. Are you a fan of Lionel Richie or what? Because when I started Mm -hmm. singing, it looked like you interrupted me right away. You want to know part of that. No, 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 no. Sorry about that. Um, No, again, thank you for taking my call. Yeah. Um, And uh, how are you? Are you okay? I'm I'm good. Why are you like the most polite person in the world here? Like, uh, I think you asked me how I'm doing like five times. I'm doing very good. Thank you for asking me. How are you doing, John? No, sometimes I get cut off. No, no, don't worry about it. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Perfect. Okay, how are you? Listen, I, I wanted. I'm good. Thank you. Very good. You, you know doing okay? It, I think it it echoes a few times. It's, a it's the echo. You're right. This is why I keep saying hi, and and no one says anything for like 20 seconds. I told in yellow. Yeah. Day one. Get rid of this echo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I fixed it. I fixed it. Whatever. John, tell me what's on your mind, my man. Tell me. Yeah, it's doing it again. Anyway. Tony, I have yeah. a question. Yeah. Okay, my question is this. Yeah. Um, the last game they beat St. Louis. Yeah. And uh, they played uh, in the lineup. They had Pizzetta. Yeah. And they had Offman. And the par the power play actually clicked in. Yeah. Now tonight he had he took out Offman, took out Pizzetta. Yeah. And he put in uh, Juan. He put in uh, it was uh, Pillet. Yes. How do you feel? What's your opinion on Martin Saint Louis' line change? Well, my father, who started watching this game before me, yeah, always used to tell me that the great Scotty Bowman didn't change a winning lineup. The great Scotty Bowman. Never changed the winning goalie. And so with my father's, you know, advice that he gave that you don't change, he shouldn't have changed the winning lineup. But at the same time, he probably thought he needed to insert some energy in his lineup. And you have to understand, he's got three extra forwards. You can't just sit them out and not bring them in. So he's going to rotate them every now and then. But, you know, another thing you got to realize is that if his line changes don't lead to a victory, it's not the end of the world. They're not going to make the playoffs this year. He knows that. Hughes knows that. Gordon knows that. The problem that I have is that I think they're going to be stuck in no man's land here. No, you're That's right. That's the problem. And that bothers me. Yeah. So what did you think of the lineup changes? Because it, it sounds like, no, you no, I was a you little, wouldn't have made these, I was line, a little, these line changes. I was a little disappointed. I was a little disappointed because I figured if something works, why change what works? Yeah, no, no, I hear you. If something works, why change what works? You're right. If something works, why change what works? But, you know, maybe they don't want it to work all the time. <laughs> Anyway, thank you for taking my call, Tony. Yeah, yeah. There's orders from above, eh? There is a plan, but I just, I don't know if they're going about it the right way now, but I can't wait to see how this all plays itself out. Uh, we went over yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. we went uh, we went over time again, uh, an hour and uh, 16 minutes, I believe, but that's okay. 
because we had a lot of fun, even though my uh, my throat is burning. Marinero, the sick podcast. Thank you to Energy Transportation Group, 8.6 Beer, the Geloso Group, and Lacage. This show is brought to you by them. Thanks to Playground for sponsoring You Called and Matrix Home Fitness for trying to help me break a sweat. That's it for me. Tomorrow we'll be back at 10 o'clock Eastern time. The Canadians are off. They'll have a travel day to Winnipeg. If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, comment sick and hit the like button. We really, really appreciate it. If you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We really appreciate that as well. Message sick everywhere. Leave us a five-star review. I got a couple of reviews I didn't like like a couple of weeks ago. I haven't slept since. Please help me sleep and leave us a nice review. Why? Because Sammy deserves it. I'm Marinaro, the sick podcast. They're in no man's land. Is this a joke? Talk to you tomorrow. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast with Tony Marinaro on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. 8.6. Intense by nature. And La Cage. If the last time you went to La Cage was when the Habs won the cup, it's time you went back to La Cage. The menu will surprise you.